Deforestation is one of the major environmental issues affecting the African continent today. This negatively impacts on basic human needs, like access to water and food. Linganadan Murdi, a fellow from Mauritius at the Africa Leadership Center, explores the late Nobel laureate Wangari Mathai's transformational leadership in dealing with human security in Kenya using environmental means. In what began as a tree planting project by Wangari Mathai in 1977, has today transformed into a community-led project to become one of the major global movement known to many as the Green Belt Movement. Could this be a case of a transformational brand of leadership? In this program, I look at Professor Wangari Mathai's environmental activism in Kenya at the end of the 20th century and the beginning of the 21st century. Put simply, the transformational brand of leadership changes and transforms people. The transformational leader, according to Bas and Rigo, empowers followers to the extent that they can take leadership position. This transformation process takes place through actions like coaching, mentoring, persuading, inspiring, and behaving in ways that are consistent with mutually set goals. The heart of the problem is the governance of land in Kenya. The introduction of commercial crops in Kenya, both during and after colonization, led to the clearing of lands traditionally used for grazing and household farming. Other human activities like tree logging and charcoal production further contributed to deforestation. As a result, food insecurity increased as cash crops like coffee replaced food crops cultivation. To make matters worse, deforestation led to a lack of firewood, a key source of energy for rural communities. This also led to traditional food being replaced by easily cooked and less nutritious one like imported white rice that often led to malnutrition. In this context, Matai persuaded her followers that planting trees would help respond to their needs. Matai derived her expertise in environmental issues from her life experiences and her formal education in science. She had a doctorate and was a professor in veterinary medicine. Furthermore, she had a profound understanding of the countryside where she was born and raised. As a child, she experienced the joy of cultivating the soil. She absorbed the culture and belief system of the region. There are other people who had similar countryside experiences, but as a scientist, Matai understood the scientific and moral underpinning of the belief system to which she was exposed. Her childhood, education and profession enabled her to articulate environmental problems in terms understandable to a layperson. Matai also had a charismatic personality she was considered by her followers as a moral authority who was incorruptible, visionary, inspirational, and a firm believer in individual commitment. When the women started saying that they did not have enough firewood, that's what gave me an idea. Why not plant trees? 
I asked the women. Let's plant trees. That was Wangari Matai. The simplicity of the tree planting idea made it attractive to the followers. The only form of resistance was followers' doubt about their ability to implement the idea, which reflected their feeling of powerlessness. Hence, empowering people became not only an outcome, but also a response to the situation. Matai used seminars to guide, teach, and mentor followers on the skills required to run tree planting campaigns. It was a place where followers interacted with the leader and asked questions that enabled her to refine strategies to run tree planting campaigns. Hence, followers were trained in the setting up of tree nurseries, planting method, and other steps required for such campaigns. Seminars became the place where followers could assess Matai's competence, honesty, confidence, moral values, and experience her charismatic personality. This is also the initial place where Matai could exercise her role modeling influence and inspire her followers. These leadership qualities were important for followers to voluntarily act on their learning experience and move beyond their narrow self-interest. Efforts of the Greenbelt Movement led to the community planting more than 50 million trees in Kenya. The trees were planted on public and private sites, were used for timber and firewood, which contributed to reduce dependence on forests. Those planted on gazetted forest areas were meant to restore watersheds. These apparently brought positive outcomes that responded to the situation. Her followers commented that they could have better access to firewood and food. Overall, it is safe to claim that society is better off after the responses, yet this does not mean that the situation has changed at the national level. Despite the apparent success in tree planting campaign, the area under forests in Kenya kept decreasing. However, the very fact that the Green Belt movement is still active and growing shows that Matai has succeeded in preparing people to take leadership roles. Linganadan Morday, a fellow from Mauritius at the Africa Leadership Centre.